Hey everyone, I'm David Thins, and on this episode of the Cyber Insurance Imperative, we have some good news to share. It's springtime in the cyber insurance market. Fitch Ratings announced last week that underwriters are anticipating favorable premium growth and underwriting results through 2023, and they expect that pricing increases will continue to moderate thanks to a number of factors which we will get into here. Fitch reports that average renewal premium rate increases have decelerated, which is just a fancy way of saying that the push for higher rates is beginning to run out of steam. Renewals in Q4 of 2022 saw a 15% increase over the year prior, which is a vast improvement over the 34% increase year over year that we saw in Q4 of 2021. Fitch also estimates that total direct written premiums for cyber were up by over 50% in 2022, clocking in at $7.2 billion. Now, I'm no mathematician, but if total premiums are up by 50% and rates only increased by 15, that must mean more businesses are buying the product. And that's what Fitch is reporting as well. They say that increased awareness of the cyber threat is boosting the demand for coverage. More premium dollars coming in, coupled with a reduction in claims, has led to improved loss ratios for the underwriters. Specifically, for standalone cyber coverage, direct incurred loss and defense and cost containment expenses dropped from 68% in 2021 to 43% in 2022. So what brought about this turnaround when some pundits were saying that cyber was no longer insurable? Sure, some of this can be pinned on the war in Ukraine sidetracking bad actors, but maybe, just maybe, the underwriting process really is serving as a gut check for businesses after all. See, the underwriters have sharpened their pencils over the past few years. They have identified the types of controls they want to see businesses implement in order to qualify for the coverage, and in doing so, they are helping to incentivize cybersecurity. That's a good thing, and responsible brokers recognize this. We shouldn't ever go back to the days when a broker could submit an application with a company's URL, their annual revenue, and some record counts pulled out of thin air and expect to receive a quote. That doesn't help clients manage risk, and it's not a recipe for an insurance product that will stand the test of time. By the same token, now that we have helped to stabilize the marketplace, insureds and their brokers expect to see some of the fruits of their labor as well. Not necessarily in terms of lowering the bar to qualify for coverage, but perhaps we should revisit some of the efforts on the part of the underwriters to water down the coverage. Let's revisit some of these sublimits and coinsurance provisions that have been tacked onto policies in recent years so that policyholders can actually recover on their losses and the coverage remains fit for purpose. This is especially true when it comes to ransomware because those limitations can ripple through all the first party insuring agreements and really compromise the value of the product as a risk transfer solution for companies faced with such an event. Now if you'd like to better understand the types of coverage enhancements your broker should be negotiating on your behalf, you'll want to read our white paper on coverage currently available in the market. For a copy, you can DM me on LinkedIn 
or email me at david.fins at alliant.com. And if your current broker isn't going to bat for you to negotiate these coverage enhancements in light of the new dynamics in the market, maybe it's time that you discover the more rewarding way to manage risk. Thanks for listening.